Welcome to Detail Drummer. With us, we have Klaus Essler, uh, and we're going to be talking with him. Klaus is an amazing drummer, is an amazing educator as well, and is the person to go to for Muller Technique. I wanted to ask you, Klaus, first, if you're okay, if it's everything all right with you during this lockdowns and how how you handling it well i mean um i mean first of all i think we 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 all had different plans <laughs> before the pandemic kicked in but um mm. uh, i'm happy to say that uh, uh that me and my family we are doing okay and uh, i mean we were not affected at all in terms of health problems which is uh, great which is good yeah. um so so th th there's nowhere i mean we are nowhere near of having like health-wise challenges with with any of us in the in in the family my parents and my parents-in-law and uh, so none of us is affected with all that with, which is good i mean it's of course a sad thing that you're not allowed to to go out and uh, for good reasons to to perform and do master classes and workshops and play live and all of that uh, I think it's going to come back at some point sooner or later, maybe later than around, around this year. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope. Yeah. And uh, I mean, before that, I'm, believe it or not, I'm just super busy teaching, writing, doing online classes. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, it definitely closed some doors, but it opened some doors as well. So, uh, that's one of the questions that I wanted to to go for uh, the the way that teachers now have to adapt to this kind of like lockdown uh, streaming kind of lesson. Uh, it it kind of loses that uh, personal touch that you have in a in, in a personal lesson with your teacher. And do you think that first of all this is the future of teaching? And second of all, if you think um, it's more beneficial to students doing uh, having like lessons online or personally in person. First of all, uh, I wouldn't say it's the future. I would say teaching online with a, a, a good concept and a good organizational framework is definitely a part of the future of, of where music education goes. And, uh, um, and before COVID kicked in, I had quite a um, um, serious routine already going uh, regarding online teaching. So I had all of this set up in terms of uh, microphones, cameras, lighting, etc. Et it, it was already there. So, uh, uh, so all of my teaching just switched completely to online, but uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't have to like research, oh, how is this working? How, how's everybody doing this? And um, so with regards to your question, I don't think it's the future. I think teaching online and having a good concept about that is definitely a part of the future. And, um, and also, I should say, I mean, of course, comparing it with a standard one-on-one -on -one lesson setting, of course, it is different as opposed to be being in that same room with that other person. But... Uh, but teaching online also comes with a couple of uh, uh, of benefits that 
a lot of people don't realize before they actually find it. I mean, you can record things right as you go and uh, every lesson can be can be filmed and and then the footage be used as a as your personal study guide you can share screens you can you can direct the um, uh, the students attention in uh, in a much better way as opposed to having that person with you in the in the same room i mean if i if i show you this is the grip I mean, you have you have no other ways than just looking at my hand and not looking at, oh, oh, this this guy he has some huge snare drums over here. I mean, they are nice. Hey, yeah, okay, he keeps telling me about stick grip and all of that, but uh, yeah. I just like that drum. It's so you have different ways of directing students' attention. Yeah, and, and I guess like because if you were a teacher in a college, um, let's say you're part of a college staff, and you have like uh, some students that are not, you know as committed in this case you always have like um a personal search for your job so they are going for you for reason you know what i mean like even though they are in the the other part of the world mm -hmm. they want you for for what you can give them so i think for you it's it's maybe can be easier to spread the message because they are really receptive it's like personal guidance I would say absolutely yes, and uh, um, and and being able to make that personal connection, uh, if if you're good in communicating, uh, it will also come through in an online setting. Yeah. So so that would uh, that is actually what things turn out to be like for me when when I when I have a teaching day. I mean, uh, and um, and I'm not teaching every day privately here. Um, but uh, many times like in the mornings i may start out with uh with australia or the or the far east or, or china or something like that and then it moves to india and then it may continue to russia to poland to europe uk and then jumping over i have a map of the world behind me. that's amazing that's amazing how you travel the world during your lessons it's like yeah, you go yeah. all around it. it you you go once around the world uh which which you could never do if it was in a person to person true uh, yeah setting i wanted to ask you how you started to 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 play drums do you do you add like someone to lead you into it do you, you discover it and you like made your parents make you learn it or how how, how did it start it uh, well it um, you, you must uh, or I, I must say I, I come from a, a pretty musical family so so my my father and my brother they were playing both in a, in a local brass band and um, and both of my grandfathers uh, were were playing music so so music was always a, a big thing in the family and uh, there actually was a set of drums at my parents house which uh, uh, which my godfather owned and uh, he didn't play them actively at that time anymore but uh, but the drums were still there and to me it was some sort of uh, say personal playground if you <laughs> if you will i mean other other kids would play with their toys that they had and uh, for, for me it, it was a playground it, it was really like something you would invent stories uh, and uh and, and and make your make your own soundtrack to to the stories that you would 
that, that, that kids invent, right? You, you, you know what kids are like. They, <laughs> yeah. they come up inventing stories and I would make my soundtrack with the story right as I, as I go. So. That's amazing. Did you add like anyone else in your family, like same age as you at the yeah. time that was like growing as well or it, you, you were like I mean, discovering by yourself? I mean, that discovery, for the most part, uh, uh, I, I did for myself. I have an older brother who's uh, six years older, and, uh, and he also was into music. But uh, imagine when, when I started playing the drums, I was, or start, when, when I started to be, uh, yeah, in, into, into drumming and, uh, and, and, and being attracted by the instrument, he was, uh, he was already somewhere between 10 and 11. So, uh, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's some sort of, of age yeah, combination, yeah. which yeah. usually doesn't work that well. <laughs> True. Yeah, he doesn't want to play anymore. <laughs> of course not. So, so he thinks he's much older. And what are you talking about? It's a, a, ah, nah. Go so you, you started to, to play and to get better with it. Uh, do you started to play with your family after that? Or you started to do some... some projects with people from your age how did you just started to go live uh, uh i i played i i actually did play then a slight tiny bit later with my brother who was playing horn and a little piano so you, you we would play together many times I, i remember and uh and also the the local brass band at certain times was also rehearsing at my parents house so mm -hmm. um so i was in the room next to them And then just trying to join them and, and also trying to uh, to be part of it. To be which, part, yeah. which at times they did not like. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're trying to work here. <laughs> Get the shit out of here. A, uh, so it, it, it was not always fun for them, um, I, I would have to say. But, uh, but that was more or less sort of the musical cooperation that I would have back in the day. But it was not like I, I was having... Uh, um other kids of my age that i would play together yeah yeah w like when the when it started to to be more like a, a thing that you th thought like i want to do this as a as a job as a, i want to be a professional drummer mm -hmm. and and i want you to talk about when you discovered that or when you when you when you understood that or also to give me an insight like of what was your dream job at the time so did you thought like you wanted to be this type of drummer and and you are or during your career and your route like you you decided no i prefer to be more like an educator i want to be a good educator i want to focus on this on this because there's those drummers that i want to be famous and i want to do tours and be on the big stages and for example for me i i i had that idea but it also kind of vanished in the first years you know you start to go more no i want to be more specific yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well I, i i should say a, a lot of what i do today i did not map out before or i did not plan before um, um and uh, i mean I, i played quite actively in my in my teenage years with with a lot of uh semi-professional dance bands for the for the most part uh, but also to a certain degree playing uh, a little bit of original music also um, that, that you play with like-minded uh, people in your in your 
say, or at, at about the same age, let's say. Yeah. Um, that for sure was the case, but uh, I mean, I, I figured that uh, uh, that I was playing that, that I was playing the drums quite well. But back then, when I was like 14, 15, 16 years old, I wouldn't think I was good enough to make it for a living. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I always took lessons and I was highly interested into that and the, the drums uh, and, and playing the drums that that was really a, a super important part of my life. But I always thought, well, I'd like to do it, but uh, I'm afraid I'm not good enough for it. And uh, it was uh, it was only by accident when um, after I had made an apprenticeship at a uh, at a company in a, in a town nearby uh, and I um, and back then uh, you were you were obliged to to make some uh, to have some sort of service either you would go to the army or you would go to the I don't know what whatever uh, NGO organization and make some some kind of service in, right. in, which I did and uh, and as I started that I began teaching drums at um, at a drum school of my uh, of my former drum teacher and I started out with two or three lessons Friday afternoon and uh, and by the end of my service um, I almost thought I boy I could make a living out of that so I quit my job and that was it and so uh, th that service came to a well to to be good for you like in that sense that made you like kind of because i i mean i still found uh, i still found the time to really uh study drums and and learn my instrument and practice a lot and all of that so i didn't have to work really in in the in the company but mm -hmm. I did that service thing which also absorbs you time-wise to to some degree but still there was lots of uh, there was a lot of time to to take care for the instrument so it it allowed me to have that sort of soft smooth uh switch towards yeah. towards the music business so it was not like you you break up with that one thing and you jump into the other uh, it was not that it kind of slided from from here to there yeah. in in a step-by-step -step mode so after like you finished that service and you thought uh I want to be a professional drummer and I can do it. Uh, how how did you start to pursue it? Like how, where did you start to look for jobs or gigs or when? Oh, it, it was basically just, uh, I mean, my goal was to make a living out of playing the drums. Right. Period. That that was it. And, uh, and I would do anything, literally anything to do exactly that. Uh, I mean, with with that only condition, it had to do with playing drums. So I I played all kinds of music, dance bands at whatever level, whatever production it was, whatever kind of musical genre it was. Um, at a certain point, I did it. So if you ask me anything, Klaus, have you played this and that? Most likely, my answer may be yes. <laughs> <laughs> like covers band and stuff. Anything. I mean. Really, go for anything. I think that that's really important for, especially in the early stages of your career, to go for anything that you can find, because that makes you, first of all, study things or go for rhythms or music that you that you would never go intentionally or at, at the first stage, and second, because it it gives you a network 
of people that are really like broad you can you know because those musicians that you play that style can play other stuff and that can open loads of doors for you so i think yeah that's amazing like when when you when you started to do it professionally when did you thought like i don't want to say that, like i'm i make it i made it but uh like i'm where i want to be as a professional and i'm comfortable with my position now not, it, there, not there yet. <laughs> not there yet that's all this all the same answer for all the musicians all, all like stability no yeah. we don't we don't have that <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no such thing no really uh it and it it's and it is so because um if you really uh love music you uh, you you arrive at that point or you are at that point where you consider yourself an eternal student of what you do yeah because that is what keeps things fresh and that is what uh, um uh what allows you to to look at music uh from from a a pretty much a kid-like perspective yeah it's it's not like oh i have to uh i have to play the drums and i have to play that same old paradiddle that i already knew 40 years ago no that's not it i'm i'm still a student of it and i'm still discovering things that i i i discover things today that i did not see yesterday and uh and this is why i possibly can never say i arrived at that spot where i would like to be of course if you if you look back there are certain uh there are certain moments and there are certain events and um, um uh, and experiences that you've made that uh, uh hmm, that you may consider being important as uh, you feel proud of in in your in your personal development as yeah. a as a musician educator author all around person whatever it is yeah but it's uh, like uh, you feel like you did something good but you feel like you can do something better uh well i i wouldn't always say better i mean i, I different. would say it's it's different yeah and uh, uh um and at times, of course, it, it may also be better. Yeah. I mean, chances are, but uh, but for the most part, things are different, and uh, and you find you are more, uh, say, flexible with certain things. You have different ways to approach a certain matter. You have more knowledge. You have more overview over the topic. You you know better of how and where to connect the dots. This this is what you learn, and um, uh, and that makes your understanding of music and drumming more complete. And uh, and as as this all becomes more complete, you enjoy it more, which makes it more fun and more exciting and more fulfilling, and uh, and that becomes uh, um, a cycle, pretty much. Amazing, <laughs> yeah. Um, I want my last question, so I don't want to take most of your time. Um, I wanted to ask you because I know that uh, once you get to that point uh, that you are an artist or freelancer, you need to work in different, do different works for different people, or in your case as well, teach uh, loads of different students in different times. Uh, how do you manage? Um, to do to have your personal space for you for your family you know like your close time 
and the artist clause you know what i mean like how, how the drummer and the educator and then your personal space do you feel like sometimes you need to take a little bit from one or the other or you feel like you you can most of the times make it even let's say that's a, a very i mean it's it's not a difficult question it's an important question but i'm not really good at it so um so i mean it's especially with the, with that pandemic situation now there's a serious disbalance of uh, of what i would possibly do as a as that private person mm -hmm. and, uh, and the artist and the the problem actually every artist and every musician goes through is you you don't put down your instrument and you're a different person yeah that instrument is always with you it's always on your mind it's like it's like that alien inside you that that keeps <laughs> I completely understand what you're saying. It really, uh, it really is very difficult, but also very important to at least try to bring in some some balance to what you are doing. And of course, it's uh, extremely important to have that family framework of people who understand your obsession. And uh, especially given the fact that, uh, I mean, what we actually do is we we make a profession out of our hobby and a lot of people would say boy how great is that and uh, at, at times i would say well it's not as great as you think because you don't have a hobby anymore i i used to have a hobby like 40 years ago i don't have it anymore <laughs> so and you can't find it because like you know there's so much to, to manage you know it, yeah, but uh, your con constant like research for stuff makes you so excited about your hobby that you don't have time to look for another one. You know what I mean? Like your job now. It, it pretty much is exactly that. And, and still, you you want to keep your game fresh, and and you and you don't always want to uh, to to bring the same stuff to the to the table. Although quite some of your students want to hear exactly that. I mean, I get a lot of requests regarding. Oh, how is that really with Mola technique? You've been a, you've been like the master student of Chapin, and uh, and uh, and I want to seek out your expertise. Uh, what what do you think? Can can you show me what it is? And uh, and of course I do, but um, but to a certain degree, uh, I mean, just uh, just for yourself, you you need to make some additions, and you need to make some not changes, but you need to make some updates and and add a certain degree of understanding the matter that uh, uh, that, that that keeps that keeps you fresh as you uh, as you teach it. You, you don't want to be in that backwards perspective. Oh, this is the way how I used to teach the matter 10 years ago. Um, like work on your delivery. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, some something needs to be updated and slightly changed and streamlined and uh um you know what i'm saying yeah amazing klaus uh thank you so much for this thank you for taking this time to talk with me uh please if you want to support this channel subscribe the channel and give it a like also go to klaus website and to his social media and check out all the exercises and the coolest stuff that he shares Thank you very much. <laughs> Please do. Yep. Yeah.